0: What's going on everybody? This is Andrew Futrell with the Pontiac Now podcast. If you guys are new here, thank you for tuning in. Uh, Just so you guys are aware for future podcasts and everything of that nature, you can find us on all social media platforms at Pontiac.now. And you can find us on all podcasting platforms moving forward after this one is released. Uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, uh, D-Sound, all the different crypto sites, so all you crypto people, you'll be able to get the content there as well. Uh, So like I said, I'm Andrew Futrell, here is Drew, and this is our guest, Nick. Uh, And we'll go ahead and start from there. So why don't you give us a little bit of background of uh, how you tie into Pontiac. Okay, so um, I
1: tie into Pontiac uh, from birth, and uh, so I was born down the street at one of the hospitals, and (laughs) it's not important which one I guess, but, uh, yeah, so I, I was born here, raised here, and uh, went to the schools, and yep. graduated, and then, you know, went away for a while, and you see other places, and, and then you come back, and you say, okay, like, we could do stuff. Yeah. And so, Where, going, do
0: it. where'd you go uh, when you left? Like, what cities did you go in? Oh, so so were like, you traveling,
1: like, constantly, or was it like So, I a- would, like... Uh, I was like one of the lucky kids that like got to move with relatives from time to time. Nice. Yeah. So um, I would go and, and spend time in New York and see a different lifestyle, I and mean, then I would you know spend time in Connecticut. Yeah. And then California, I would go check out over there, and then I'd come back and, yeah. and all that good stuff. Tennessee. And yeah. I got to travel a lot, so it was uh, definitely you. helped me out in the later on in life. So.
0: I bet. So with that, because you got exposed to all of that, what about Pontiac made you want to come? Because, and not to like dive too deep into it, but Pontiac's not the greatest city right now. And it hasn't been for the past so many years from an outsider's perspective, from an outsider's point of view. So it's interesting to hear somebody that's had the opportunity to travel and see California, New York, all these different places, what made you want to come back here? Well, so
1: I think that when, in my own personal experience, I had a time where I asked, you know, I was like, God, you know, where am I supposed to be? Yeah. And God doesn't talk to me. So I had to sit there and say like, okay, obviously it's Pontiac because I was born here. So yeah. let me just start with where I'm born. And, and then I started to realize I'm from Michigan and started becoming proud about that. And yeah. uh, it's pretty much where I draw my, my boundaries now. Like I like other states and I travel, yeah. but like I'm a big fan of the state of Michigan or surrounded nice. by greatness. So mm-hmm. I keep it, You it. Yeah. know.
0: Right. So all Michigan. <coughs> keep it local. That's
1: for sure. Yeah, first the weed, and uh, <laughs> hopefully first to like really implement cryptocurrencies and, yeah, yes. and stuff like that. So it's exciting to see people. You know what's actually gonna come to Pontiac. So like being from Pontiac and like watching the whole thing, it's like being a Lions fan. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a great one. Well, he had the Lions here. So like, yeah. if you guys
1: don't know, like you know, Pontiac used to house the Lions back and they in the left day, left yeah. and, and uh, so. But being a Lions fan, you. You learn how to take a loss and, and you learn <laughs> see how some like, guys first hand. Yeah, you can yeah. take one like it's like, come on, son. Like, <laughs> learn how to get punched in the face today. Yeah. Builds each other loose. So, so Pontiac, you like start to see and you're like, okay, so I'm here. I'm here in Pontiac. Like, I'm back here in Pontiac, and I got married to my wife from Pontiac. We went to school in Pontiac, Northern. Yep. And. Um, she was from Detroit, and she's like, I don't like Pontiac. Like, I don't want to be here. You know, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why you love this city, and I don't know why you. And there, and I can't lie. There was a time where like I didn't want to say I was from Pontiac. Right. There was a time where you're like, man, like this. You, you wake up one day and you realize like everybody else around you is doing better. You know? mm-hmm. And you're like, uh, you know, like this isn't cool. But in the same point, it's like, you know, being a number one draft pick and going to a team that really needs you. And, um, and so you get your chance to shine and, right. and you can shine young too. So yeah. I think that's one of the things that we're gonna get rid of, which is like age bias. And um, mm-hmm. I'm sure that there's uh, late bloomers that are watching this and saying like, hey listen, like cryptocurrency just wasn't around when I was 20. But yeah. I had it been like, I would be sitting at the table with you guys right. and, and, we to, and we have to, you know, make yeah. sure that we're conscious of those people out there and, and the young ones that are like, hey listen, this is gonna, do this now, you never know where it's gonna take
0: you. Right. That's something that I've noticed about Pontiac as well. Since we got involved, is the amount of I don't, I don't really know the proper way to put this, but the amount of older people from the different generations that are involved that are so accepting of the younger generations and their ideas, their thought processes, what they want to implement, what they're interested in. Obviously, you have to be. But there are a lot of people in older generations that just don't care about what millennials yeah are. definitely very yeah.
2: that's uh i've noticed that as well yeah um,
0: it's very open yeah it's uh
2: it's a very it's a refreshing and it's a very unique um so yeah as far as a good place for creative young people to be if you want to ha- actually have a, a solid say in uh in a community and how it's developed then it's um there's really no better opportunity that I've seen. In well, any, uh, any so city. I have
1: some facts that will actually uh, attest to what you guys are coming across. Yeah. And uh, and so a lot of the, there's some groups on Facebook, you know, I'm sure they're in every community, but one of these is more focused on the history and like, remember when, and these people yeah. are remembering like the best life here. Like Pontiac was designed to be like the world's best ideal Suburban city like this is where you want it to be at. It, it's right. completely it, it's, it's perfectly designed when you actually look at it and You take away all the blight and you take away all this, yeah. You know something happened and what happened was, was something bad and, and and so Pontiac had this damper where like a lot of the people around here like know it for a better day And they don't yeah. want and, and time has lingered and we're realizing like hey these kids didn't get it how we got it Right and like they deserve better and they deserve more and Pontiac's always been a place where talent has oozed you know, if you if you really start to look at it, yeah. um, mm-hmm. it's something here in the soil, from the cars, from from everything. So, right. You know, like somebody painted. You know, Pontiac never dies. It's one of mm-hmm. those things. But like yeah. Pontiac's supposed to thrive. Like it was built to thrive. So all we have to do is plug back in, and we're at this great opportunity where we can come up and design things to like be part of the future. Right. right. Not too far, but like you know, progressive enough to attract right people. Yeah. Autonomous vehicles is huge, right? Yeah, that's yeah. another so, thing. We should, why, why is Michigan not, not the leader in that? If right. we're cars, mm-hmm. yeah. if we're transportation, then we should be leading in that. And, we, and I don't see why we can't. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the
0: infrastructure for it here.
1: Yeah, I think I think Pontiac. You know, it's it's one of those like bright spots for Pontiac is like it, it's like where's a city where you're not going to have a, a high amount of traffic of people going around right now where you can mm-hmm. test something out to <laughs> see the efficiency and make sure that this stuff is working in real time. But if you talk to people in oh, Thomas, Thomas cars have been on the road for years. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're they're driving right down the road. You don't even know that they're that they're driving beside you. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. literally can't. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
1: So if you hang out down here like you'll you'll start to come across those people and yeah. I think that's the coolest thing is like it just screams opportunity. Nobody knows why, but the people that were kids that were affected by this only want the best right. for Pontiac. Yeah. And and so that's what we'll have and, and so we deserve better I I believe and so how cool is that, that we can go on fixed streets and sidewalks and roads are getting done and yep. and um, but the thing is is like people that are that have been here and have been through it need a way to to get their return, the exactly. process too. So. Right,
0: and that's that's one of the things that, uh, as we've been kind of evolving this Pontiac now organization, that's one of the things that we've talked about behind the scenes. Is we're all from outside of Pontiac. We're all from somewhere else. Everyone that's involved in our organization right now. So how do we maintain and how do we get the community involved in what we're doing? Because we want that to be a huge piece. Um, and we're so looking we're at a, a lot of different avenues. We're looking at like community service type stuff, just com- not even community service, but along the lines more of community gatherings. Not necessarily like, oh yeah, we're coming together to you know, sweep the sidewalks this weekend, but more of like a, hey, no, does everybody want to come and like hang out here? that type of thing so we've spitballed a ton of ideas but it's just you know finding the right way to come across as hey we're not here to interrupt anything we're not here to change anything we're here to work with everybody to make it
1: better yeah I mean and and so that's that's you know what a lot of people are coming here they're like okay like I you know it's one of those things where everybody just wants to have a place to have a podium and, and do something and this is a definitely we have space Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that the the thing is is like the one thing that we have to do differently if if it is to truly be that next thing is is to give people around the idea that you can attract like-minded people to come to the same place and live life together there you can move you can come but if you come here you should be able to come in and out yeah And, and the whole goal of being just a meeting place. So, yeah. if we go back in history, I just sang this like a couple weeks ago at a historic event I was at, mm-hmm. and they said that Native Americans didn't stay in settlements, they would like always travel, they were always on this trail, no home. Yeah. Yep. And so they would constantly just go, but they would revisit the same places. It wasn't they like they just wandered, they, they would go in a cycle. So every summer they're in Pontiac is, yep. is what I was told, that they would they really loved the river here, yep. how it came in, and um, you know, so it was really interesting. Pontiac turns 200 tomorrow. Really, didn't know so that. That's yeah. you know, very I knew exact. it was this month. I
2: didn't know it was tomorrow. Awesome. Yeah, okay. yeah. So happy 200th birthday Pontiac. It's right. pretty awesome. Yeah.
1: So yeah, people don't know it, but <laughs> it's it's one of those things, you know. All right. So it's uh, yeah, Pontiac. Uh, Pontiac is definitely one of those places. It's and like I said, it's all about just attracting the right right-minded people. Hey, right. we're trying to build a city. You know what you're getting your hands into. You yeah. know it's going to take some work. You know what you want to get back, but this is all stuff that we're here to do and I think that our looks are about having a lot of fun right. and and making a difference and giving people the opportunity to gain our knowledge on, on what we know because we're only truly going to impact the people that are directly right around us mm-hmm. and that's where we cut it off we're not giving everything that we truly know right out to you know you have to be here to get to, to get the good content mm-hmm. and with the people already being here they get it and I, and I would love to see like what it does for them in their future
0: mm-hmm. right. so, yeah, that's one of the things that I've noticed is there's so much about this city that the people that are from here know, and mm-hmm. it's like, if you spent a few days, you would understand, you would know, you would know the history, you would, you would hear the stories and all the things like that, you would know that tomorrow is a 200th <laughs> birthday, things like that, but there's no, there's nowhere to get that information online there's no way to hear the stories about Chief Pontiac. There's no way to hear the history of what this city used to be, and what it is right now, and what it could be. Mm -hmm. Nobody really knows that Pontiac, I didn't know. My dad grew up here, my family grew up in Pontiac, and I didn't know that Pontiac was set up to be the perfect suburban city. Mm -hmm. No idea. Mm -hmm. And that's just, those fun little facts like that, there's not a hub, there's not a place where you can find those things out yet. Uh, yeah, and that's kind of to your point of speaking, like if you're not here, you don't really know about what's going on yet, because we're just yeah. kind of keeping it here.
1: So. Yeah, it's it's one of those things, like when people start to see the things that are coming out of Pontiac. Exactly. You can, if you got the right-minded people, and everybody's like, yeah, like above ourselves, like the greater goal is to like make something really right. uh, happen here that hasn't happened. Yeah. Um, um Not not only I've been here for two years in downtown, and not mm-hmm. only can I say like it's gonna happen, but like. I'm gonna try my best in the gap. Right. I'm gonna try my best to do whatever I have to do. Right. And I'm not the only person. Like, I, I can sit here and give you a list of people that all have the best interest for the city and, and for the kids and for the seniors and yeah. for everybody. So, once that part's taken care of, then it's the fun stuff like creating, exactly. uh, you know, disc golf parks. Right. So, right. that's. that's
2: Think, I don't think, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I could or I
1: couldn't, but I don't think I can go walk into like Rochester and say, hey listen, I like think we're going to find this, you know, we're yeah. yeah, going to say, yeah, yeah okay, not. no, but here you can actually, you can actually do something like that, exactly. in America, and like it's, and it, and it has some substance here, it right. has the right parks, and it has the right houses, and we're going to, you have you know, got the pull. Yeah. So it's all about just, you know, Bring. I think 200 is all about like making Pontiac what it was supposed to be. And so, and then never forgetting that, you know. So it's right. like, don't forget where we came from. But I, I don't want to help Rochester. I don't want to help. <laughs> yeah. Clarkson, no offense. Like yeah. I don't want to help. Like Gordon. I don't want to help. I don't want to. I don't want to put my two cents into anybody else because, you know, every time I would tell somebody I was from I had up, they be like, ooh, <laughs> Jack. Uh, and it was not bad at all. Like I, I, had like a great time in high school. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I met a lot of great people and they had great experiences. And, yeah. And it's not anything like that, It's, uh, it's there's other stuff, you know, it's right. just like a cloud, I, I, I don't well, know how to explain it, it's right. that, but, it's, yeah. but I know people are going to come back, like we have a lot of talent, and they'll start to see planning, and they'll start to understand, and, and see Metro Detroit back as a region that they want to come back to, like it's right. a call, like, oh, yeah. you know, we're all going to feel that sometimes, say hey look it's time to go back home and take what I learned, and, yeah. and actually make an impact, and Hopefully people's equals are in check and they're at that point in their life where they can do it for the greater good.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so yeah. after you came back, after you traveled and did your thing, what are oh, whether
1: it was, it was a job or, back, or I would like travel no. and come back and travel traveling. and come back ah. and travel and come back. I never And a true never
2: Pontiac yeah. Tribe type of way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I guess you could say. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so what are some of the projects, what are some of the things that you've gotten involved with or that you are doing right now that you're just kind of evolving? What, what are you working on?
1: So I'm, I'm working on a few things. I think I think um, where my goal is, is like people, where I'm at with people, is they understand what I want to bring to Atlantic Yep. and they're ready to see it on paper and they're ready to see it and say yes or no. Right. And so that type of stuff, you know, it has to do with like youth leagues and organization and that. Okay. And then, uh, you know, stuff with with the housing and and getting people to have um, a chance to actually have equity in something. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, these things are going to come out more as as time goes on if they want to do them or they don't. But right now, you know, I can't do any of these plans without the help of, like, really big entities to come together and say, look, we got to do this because we can.
0: Right. Right right now, it's just who's got the idea and who's willing to put it together and take the initiative on pushing it forward right?
1: really. Yeah, hey, this is how this is this is how it could work and you can use these alternates and, and you can say everything that and if people have questions you just say this is this. Right. So um, and then it, then it's always like you want community input. You want this to be of all the people. You're a representative of all the people and so you want to give people a chance to come together and create stuff as well. Right. So I've decided like, okay, before I, I push what I think is great, even though I think it's great, I think that what's best is to allow some people to come in and say, hey, like let's just put our two cents in and see if we can come up with something else or uh, something that is gonna take. And that's what it's all about. You know, whatever you're gonna produce, it has to be that, like it has to be, it has to have the, the if factor. Yeah. And if it doesn't, then it's just gonna fall. Like, oh, well, it was good, it was a good idea. Right. But it has to have that extra, and if it does, it just takes off. And uh, we can see it now more with social media, you know? Like if yeah. you're watching your timeline, if you're paying attention to what clicks and what doesn't click, I mean, that, that's all. I just love data. Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> no, I agree. That's, that's what I do all day. I freaking really love looking at that stuff. And you can tell the trends. It's so obvious online, it's unbelievable. Like, you see what catches on and what doesn't. Yeah, so, but you also see like the stuff that really does hit. Yes, <laughs> and yeah. you can see the reactions that it gives in that moment too, which is super cool.
1: Yeah, like you, who remembers uh, uh, what was that called? Uh, Coney yeah. <laughs> twenty <it>? twelve. <laughs> I've been seeing stuff
0: about that recently too. That's been popping up, right? But, that was, but yeah, that was a huge thing back in the day,
1: right? Techni- Six years, right? Yeah. Because and, and like that's what I love about technology. It's like our ideas that people be like well. You'll eventually be able to do these things. Like we can do them now, like, right? And it's getting easier and easier because people keep making little add-ons, and it's like. Yep. But that's great because you need those people. You need exactly. people that can build these things, and you need. And they want to be part of something big. Everybody does, I think. Yeah. So. Right. Definitely. One so. of those. So tell me more about your guys' stuff with the with what you guys see as far as uh, cryptocurrency. Yeah. Oh, it used
0: you
2: speak. Yeah. 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 So. Um, so with. Uh, with our mission statement, preparing Pontiac for the next generation of business and also going along with what we uh, were talking about before as far as Pontiac's history of, of um, attracting nomadic people which are the original people who settled the area, um, we're looking to attract these um, digital nomads and online entre- entrepreneurs specifically cr- focusing on the cryptocurrency industry um, which a lot of it is remote. I work with, um, I work with uh, Four different cryptocurrency projects now, um, so I have team team members all over the world: um, Mexico, um, California, Eastern Europe. So this uh, this industry it makes it really easy for you to work remote because all of the, um, especially internationally, because you don't have to deal with um, the normal uh, payment processors, so like PayPal and bank transfers and stuff. With cryptocurrency, it's truly borderless and frictionless. Mm. Um, so, na- not even to interrupt you, but like natively,
0: nobody's worked in an office on a crypto project. Think about that. Mm. From day one, it's you're a nomad. You're working from your house, from your coffee shop, from your wherever. If you look at any other business in the history of the world, pretty much you've gone to an office and worked your nine to five. Mm-hmm. So crypto's the first one where it's like natively nomadic.
2: Yeah, to add to that, the, the biggest crypto exchange right now, um, Binance, they have no office and they have, they have no permanent location. Yeah. And they, they uh, made more revenue this year than uh, I think Deutsche Bank. Deutsche so they made, they're a one-year-old company and they made more revenue than, with no office than a 200-year-old yeah. bank.
0: And, and have you guys studied like what made that, that company pop?
2: um yeah yeah so from a
0: crypto standpoint mm-hmm. he's looked into it a ton but it, it comes back to that same thing that we've kind of been talking about the brand and the adoption that people have to it and as it catches on more with the massive amounts of people it's easier for those things to happen if you have the brand like we were talking about earlier you mm-hmm. know and you can to yeah
2: yeah well specifically uh with binance they had a really um, they did branding really well, and they uh, they also integrated a really unique. Um, uh, they created their own cryptocurrency, which essentially gives you um, by using it, you get a discount on the um, their trading fees. So it's kind of it's a when people ask like, oh, what's the purpose of having all these different types of cryptocurrencies? Um, you the whole idea of cryptocurrency is is basically that um, money has the value. Of what your community gives to it. So, if your community is willing to trade a certain type of value, whatever value they create for a currency, then that currency will have value and you can use that that as a funding method to help build your organization. So, Binance, for instance, creates their Binance token. It gives the users who get in, and uh, obviously the price raises as time goes on, they burn tokens, so it's a decreasing supply. So, the earlier you get in, um, and the more you accumulate, um, as it's um, at a low price, then in the future, you'll basically be paying no fees and you'll um, you'll be at a really big advantage as far as profitability on trading. Yeah, so so to, to go to your uh, further point about um, what are we doing specifically um, to attract crypto businesses to Pontiac, um, definitely just very simply advertising the entrepreneurial zone um, with the uh, incentives to forego capital gains if you invest in a building here for, I believe it's seven years. And that's uh, that's pretty huge because there are, as much as it is a uh, digital nomad type um, industry, there are some companies that you know are looking to diversify and get some real estate and, and move in somewhere. So having that as um, an aspect is just one really huge thing because there is a lot of Bitcoin millionaires and uh, they, you know, it's, it's harder to diversify, to diversify your assets given that you have to go from Bitcoin to um, the local fiat currency, U.S. dollars. Um, and that that transfer, uh, not only is that a huge tax liability, it's also just hard to cash out millions of dollars in Bitcoin. Um, what we have here is really unique. Um, we're working with um, working with some people to actually facilitate real estate transactions completely in crypto so you wouldn't have to worry about transferring it to um, fiat you wouldn't uh, you would incur that tax liability of taking those capital gains especially with the Opportunity Zone um, so we could do it uh, completely frictionless just straight real estate for Bitcoin um, which is really exciting that's another big thing with crypto a great thing about it is that everything is open source so with traditional coding languages is behind a paywall of some kind by the company that created it. With crypto, everything's open source, so for instance, the newest and arguably the most advanced blockchain out right now, EOS, it's technician training to be a certified EOS technician. All that training is available free online. So um, what we plan to do, and we're in some talks um, with uh, different uh, trainers, is to have um, Skype sessions where we have a remote um, EOS technician expert who could run a class and help people, um, here. help people, yep. Mm-hmm. So yep. they're remote and then the people that are learning. Mm-hmm. So that would be a great opportunity as, uh, when, we're t- when we talk about building the local community and making sure that we're bringing value to the people who have um, who have been here. And um, also preparing yeah. Pontiac for that next generation. Mm-hmm. So, so and and having that workforce obviously will attract the, yeah. uh, the companies because those those jobs, the people that have been involved and are very knowledgeable on these coding languages, they have, because of the way that cryptocurrency has worked, they've probably got in years ago um, and have now experienced, um, you know, 100x, 10x gains on their um, their initial crypto investments. So they really, it's it's hard to find people that you can pay to do work for you in the crypto space. So training that new workforce is very unique. That's not a lot of people are doing, so it'll be a big attraction.
1: I would say that would be my only question is is like if you can yeah. if you can transfer for crypto now like what would be the point of the opportunity zone would it just be would it just be to that way you can cash out so up. there there is yeah there's
2: you'd still have to if you didn't have the opportunity zone even if you did do a um, even if you did do a, uh, a crypto for real estate transaction you would still have to pay capital gains on that um, that's called a uh, it's a it's a like-kind exchange, um, so that's it's something they use for like, for instance, if you're trading like rare art, if you're doing like kind of barter like that, it's not you don't just get to to switch it up and you know make that uh, make that change and and profit off that. They do still try and tax you based off of the USD value at the time. So um, the while it's convenient and it takes out a whole step that is a headache. To convert um, to uh, USD, it still would. You would inc- incur tax liability if you did it anywhere that wasn't an opportunity. Yeah. So Pontiac still Literally has that percent. has that advantage. We're looking for it. it's
0: millionaires
1: that come here and invest their money and swap it out with real estate here. Fine. You heard
0: it yes. here yes. first, yeah. everybody. Pontiac now <laughs> podcast. If you are a Bitcoin cryptocurrency millionaire, you gotta move down here.
2: Yep, if you're looking to to diversify into real estate, we got you. Yep. Um, okay. uh, but yeah, it makes sense.
0: Yeah. So, and yeah, Drew Drew is the head of the all the crypto stuff that we're getting involved in down here. He's been doing years of research, obviously. He's working on four different projects right now. Um, Rob and I are more the the marketing piece behind it and getting the word out and things like that. So but yeah, it's been, it's been unbelievable. This has been such a fun project. Everybody down here is so receptive and cool mm-hmm. and they all want something better for Pontiac. And that's just so cool to be a part of, like it's unbelievable. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's I gun. think the yeah,
2: exactly. The, especially, you know, sometimes there are communities that are full of really driven people, but there's often the, a feeling of competition. What's really nice about Pontiac is everybody is um, is really focused on synergy and working together, and it really is a true community where there's no, it's not, people don't treat it as a zero-sum game. Everyone's looking to find ways to help each other. It's
0: so like a decentralized yeah. effort. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. no one person controlling what's happening. Everybody's got a say in everything that's going on. Yeah. If you want your idea to happen, all you have to do is take initiative and make it happen. Yeah, and that's, so. a, that's
2: another thing. Um, if, if we're comparing with, uh, with other cities in Metro Detroit that have... Detroit uh, itself? Yeah, Detroit Mm -hmm. itself, yeah. i have spent a lot of time in Detroit for the last couple of years.
0: And both of us used to live down there and Mm -hmm. that's what sparked our initial interest in doing something like that was, when we were living down there, it was the first five years of the the Dan Mm -hmm. Gilbert era, Mm -hmm. per se, because he moved down there in 2010. And we got to see firsthand what a boatload of money and a lot of initiative could do for a city. And so that's what kind of sparked our interest. But when you look at it, nobody's doing anything in Detroit unless Dan Gilbert says it's okay. Mm-hmm. We're 23 and we can come down here and we've got as much say in this city as anybody else. That's really cool. You can't do that anywhere else. you know. Yeah. And if you're doing it with good intentions, it's then accepted. <laughs> yeah. You can't have, have the intention behind it. But, um, yeah, that, I mean, that's, you're not going to get that anywhere. And I think that's what's drawing a lot of people to Pontiac is just... That feeling of having a say and being involved in something that's for the better of a community, for mm-hmm. the better of a place. I think yeah. that's why the people that are being drawn here are being drawn here right now.
2: Yeah, I yeah. think that's a good transition um, to uh, to what is what's one thing as somebody who is born and raised here and has seen the recent development. What do you think is the um, the most important aspect? If you could if you could change one thing about Pontiac to improve it for the future, what do you think that one thing would be?
1: No, like, I, I like it
2: just, like, <laughs>
1: like you know, I, like, there was work in, in being here in the beginning, you know, mm-hmm. and, and yeah. so that all means something when, when things start to turn, because you can feel part of that, like, uplifting, I mean, right. um, of, of that t- type of pressure, but, yeah. you know, the one unique thing that we'll find out in Pontiac, because to set something up to, like, have young kids interested in, in money and stuff like that's it's Pontiac, has that. Like, mm-hmm. There's a lot of kids that would love to come in here about what's going to be in the future. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think what you're going to find out what's really unique about Pontiac is that a lot of us were born with like nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. And when you're born with nothing to lose, like you you start to take more risk and you have yeah. like, you're so much more free. And, and so it's a huge part of and what gives a lot of people here from here um, charisma and, way to kind of just deal with it but you yeah. know i would like for changing it now like it's
0: you know <laughs> let's enjoy yeah. that and enjoy the process and so yeah. that being said what's one thing that is being worked on today or might be low-key that nobody really knows about that you're excited about that you've heard like what's one thing that's going on here that you're like oh shit five years from now this is going to be sick
1: like i think i think if I was to tell you guys and, and what's in my mind, it's obviously going to be like it like it's like overinflated. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I just see so many different avenues happening at the same time. Like they're yeah. not in the same place at the same time. They like see everything that happens. But right. every time that I go from like place to place to place, like there's, there's some... movement and there's yeah. and there's activity, yeah. mm-hmm. and you know it's not overnight. And people that understand that in the beginning just are like okay. But when when everybody around you starts making money and when everybody around you starts doing things for the future ahead of time, yep, that attracts attention. Right. So when we're taking people that you know don't know how to make money and they want to, mm-hmm. you know, if, you got you trust anybody, like, if you're right. from Pontiac, chances are that like money feels really good. Like when you get money, like if. Like, he, yeah. and so for some people, it's a numb feeling. They don't care, it's just part of everyday life. Right. But around here, it's like, you know, there's a drive, there's a motivation there's a reward that, that can That be hustle. Awesome. Yeah. And, um, and I, I look forward to seeing kids do it and just uh, competing. Like, yeah. I, I, I think that's the next step of the saying, okay, in everything to grow, you need to compete against something. So what is that something? It can't be internal. right It has to be like, okay, like, is it, us versus Detroit. Is it us versus Barber is it us versus? You know, yeah, we've we said that, that
0: like three or four, four times, times. We want to take Detroit versus everybody and do Pontiac versus everybody is yeah. like a controversial thing against, against Detroit. Yeah. You know, to get that attention. Well, I mean, if we go back in history, you
1: know, so Pontiac, Chief Pontiac went down to Detroit. That's where it came from. from. Took yeah. the fort and then came you back know. up and, but well, he wasn't in Pontiac man inside <laughs> Sorry to kill the story, (laughs) but he he came in and and it it wasn't technically Detroit-Fort Wayne, but, you know, same point, he came back twice, that was a mistake, so, if we go to Detroit, we should just go once and take all the talent and bring it back up here, so, yeah, yeah, I think that's the, you know, but if they are to come here, then we should be working on what it is that they're going to come to. Exactly. Because a lot of people, especially young talented people, they don't want to be part of this building, they (laughs) want it to just be done, they want to be part of it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't give a crap about yeah. what color stuff is. Mm-hmm. People are here now yeah. do. So yeah. we just have to do that part and other people are coming. Yeah. And, uh, and that's funny. Yeah. I think it's gonna have a really amazing story if we do I everything directly. Um, yeah. So. Yeah.
0: And that's the other thing is that and we've been talking with a lot of different people that are working on a lot of different projects. And one of the things that you're bringing up is it happens over time. There are a lot of people, I think, right now that are like, eh, well, you know, we need to do this right now, but not realizing how much <laughs> needs yeah. to go into it actually happening right now. You know, it's yeah. a process. It's gonna happen over well, five I, years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years.
1: And I mean, like, you take, it, I think it's about finding the pace, right? Mm-hmm. Because, like, i would used Tim from the Riker, right? Like, yeah. he started, like, when I first met Tim, he had, like, one player, like, was, like, somebody was there, you know. Yeah, and every other floor was getting worked on. Like not, not even, it was just mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And Tim started with one floor, and he did one floor at a time. And so, yep. so I've watched this guy over the last few years, like flip a building, one floor at a time. Exactly, now he's that nice on a second building. Yeah. And he's putting good people in these buildings. Exactly, he's bringing He's, doing, he's doing a justice, because I can tell you a story about the Riker building. I, I um, go to a lot of the greasy spoons around here, so Pontiac oh. has this unique thing where we have a ton of Coney islands no bowling alleys. So it's actually part of the charter, as far like why I think we don't have bowling alleys, but we have a bunch of Coney Islands. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I was at one called the Chili Bowl, and uh, a guy sat next to me, he used to work in the Riker building, and he was like, oh yeah, nobody ever comes, nobody's ever gonna rent, nobody's ever gonna do this, no, they should just knock it down, and the wind gets so cold it freezes the place, and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> And so, like one day when I had my, you know, a little moment, and I said, "I'm gonna go to, you know, get an office in downtown Hayek," and, and I came down here, I was like, "Oh, I remember, you know, the guy that was like really doubting this building, <laughs> so maybe the rent's cheap or something." I go yeah. over here, so I went over there, and uh, and I met Tim, and, and he was just like, "Yeah, no, I'm a new landlord," and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, he's a really good person, and mm-hmm. had the best intentions, and employed people that were local, and, yeah. and he did, you know. Like what more could you really ask, right? Mm-hmm. You know. So. Is that,
0: yeah, and what was was it at beforehand, what was that building at ten percent occupancy, and now it's at ninety? Yeah, it's it? at
2: like ninety-five, something like that. Yeah. They're they're now um, they're now just redoing the the final area, which is just the they just finished up on the fifth floor. Now they're finishing up the uh, the first floor. So. That's crazy. Uh, and that years, was, two years up.
0: ago, that
1: you were saying. Yeah. 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 That's that's nuts. So just seeing it, and it's like boom. Yeah, there's one, no, no, boom. No. When people want it, like, when I had my office at the record building, like, people would come by my office <laughs> looking at space, like, at least three or four times. Right? Like, it felt like a day, like, <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> hey, guys, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, it's great in here, but it was. Tim put me in a nice uh, a, a skywalk, man. It was like, That's just, I used to go up there and meditate, and it was great, you know? Oh, wow. you just go up there, and ninth floor has a beautiful view of the city. and Yeah, um, it
0: does, it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I'd like to get up in, in the building right over here, uh, the theater uh, or the state bank? Next week? Oh, yeah, we were just there the other day. I mean, we didn't go up. I want to go
1: up, up. Like, I've been in there like my first print office. Yeah. And, um, and it was like, okay. Like, it was like, uh, ah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Fun fact that's where my grandma and grandpa met back in the 40s or 50s. We yeah. ended up getting married. Yeah. They got married there too? They didn't get married there, but that's no. where they, he walked in one day, my grandma was working at the bank, and he struck up a conversation, and, mm. you know, they were both born and raised here, and um, my dad ended up, he was born and raised here through you know, kindergarten, first grade, mm. until they moved out, and they had just moved to Waterford, so it's not even like they were far. Yeah. and the reason why not to you know drag on the story but the reason why they ended up moving out is because they saw what was happening in the city of Pontiac and perceived it as a bad thing so they wanted to move more into the suburbs just like what happened in Detroit literally the exact same thing so it's it's crazy to watch the dynamics over time of why people moved away, why they're moving back. All well, well, so crazy
1: have kind of you guys ever heard the story of like what the shopping malls did to, to downtowns, so like there's some place mall right down the road. Yeah. And what happened was is like everybody used to come downtown to shop. Yeah. It was like the only place. And then as soon as And then they opened up the first couple malls and the guy created the malls, I think is from here. Like I think yeah. it's like uh, Tubman might be from I don't know. I haven't dug that deep, I guess, but, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, it's uh, shopping malls, yeah. downtowns. But it's okay, like, Makes it sense. should be a different experience, like, you know, you see Royal I, I went to Royal not to talk crap, but, like, I've seen, like, 25 barbershops, and <laughs> I've seen an IV shop, which is really, pretty cool. You can go in there and get, <laughs> like, an IV, like, hydration for, like, a uh, I've never miles. seen that. Yeah, no, they really had them over at Last time I was in L.A. a couple months ago, I'd seen that, like, yeah. my brother's like, yeah, that's her I have a brother who's a, uh, he's a federal agent now, it used to be LAPD, uh-huh. now he's in Phoenix. But He was like, yeah, we gotta take them up there. Yeah. They get, they get better <laughs> <laughs> Just Swim. pump them with some water, just dehydrate Hell oh, yeah. No, easy. So, But, you know, Phoenix is we have a couple other things too, like we have uh, a, a lot of homeless people. Yep. And I think that, that that's because we have a lot of services. Like the services are the healthiest people, and, yeah. uh, and they do a really good job at, at doing that, and they kind of right. all moved up to the front, but, you know, it's one of those things like Pontiac has, you know, it's stuff, uh, i rather, you know, there's a lot of people working on the downtown. I think most mm-hmm. of my time I spend is is out in the actual community and trying to right. fix the aesthetics around there because we don't, like, I just don't like giant liquor store signs. I just, like, we know yeah. the liquor's there. Like, right. We know everybody, like, like it's not attracting anybody like <laughs>
0: <think>. <laughs> There it is, honey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, we know. Right. Yeah. I go to South Carolina sometimes and, to Myrtle Beach, and yep. they have like what they call packing stores, and um, it's just three red dots, but that's the liquor stores, and they're everywhere. But people don't, kids aren't seeing it, it's not on their face all the time. Like it's right. like a 1970s circus yep. font, <laughs> you
2: know, flashing neon, a million different colors. So that's a that's a that's an interesting um, that's an interesting statement there about the um, about the uh, the neighborhoods as opposed to the downtown. That's something obviously like we we're talking about before. That's um, one of the major faults we've seen in the development of uh, Detroit is um, an over focus on the downtown and a complete negligence of the um, the needs of the actual neighborhoods and the people who have always been there. Yeah. So from your perspective, what do you think is what do you think the neighborhoods? What's one thing? Um, that we could do to help um, the people in the neighborhoods? Is there anything uh, specifically?
1: No, I think that there's a lot of stuff that people that are already set up that people could just get involved if they wanted to like, you know, reach out and and help. Okay, is there there an example
2: of a... So like the Lions Club would be like
1: a good, I mean, not to be like, oh, Lions Club, but Lions Club and Pontiac's actually a really good club and I've worked with them in the past and they're always looking for like young people, but if you look at what service what these service type companies actually do, like Kiwanis and Lion's Club and uh, Rotary Club. Yeah. When yeah. you start to look at, like it was these different types of clubs where people kind of came together to like say, okay, well we have our money, mm-hmm. but like now how do we do good and how do we organize it in a way that we can effectively do good and, and have money come in so we can put that to where we need it to go. Right. So a lot of those things are kind of like dying, but they're here. So for us the young people to take advantage because 'cause they're you not know, mm-hmm. there for no reason. Yeah.
2: Right. So so uh, Lions Club, what is uh, what's, what specifically do they do?
1: They uh, the one Pontiac they focus on the blind. So they okay. have okay. the blind and they go mm-hmm. in and do
2: like eyeglass
1: drives. And, but yeah. you know what was told to me is like we can do anything. We're just doing this, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. That's what we focused on mm-hmm. then the Kiwanis
1: would be more for kids. Okay. Uh, so we have a Kiwanis Park but it doesn't even have parking to the park how do you have uh, right there's some stuff that you know i think it'd be times it time make sense, makes sense. yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. it's all about you know redeveloping the parks making people do it yeah. uh there's some there's some other type like what i've what i've studied um like is some other type of things that i've seen landlords and stuff do to like make people i feel like it entices people it's kind of mm-hmm. like yeah. uh when you have glass and liquor stores right and, like you have the glass and it's like but it, it's really defeating a purpose. Like right. you understand, but it's not, you know, yeah. it's like when a landlord takes the screen doors off of people's doors so they don't open their main door. Mm-hmm, right. Yeah, so you don't keep your door open, so you don't start anything. Or they take down the playground equipment because they don't want people to conjugate there and start problems
0: or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they take down the the rims for the basketball hoops. So it's a solution, actually, yeah.
1: but it's it's like the cheap solution. Right. But it doesn't fix the problem of like yep. that's actually there. And so like I see this stuff, and I'm like, this stuff actually still has to change. Right. And like, and, and so it's about how, and that's yeah. really what I spend a lot of time thinking about with the downtown stuff. There heck, right? yeah. yeah, There's a lot of people working. It. So yeah. I think I think with with Pontiac, I think the one cool thing that we can do is um, we really can do something with the houses. So um, having homes that people can choose from and pick where they want to put them is part of the whole process. And,
2: uh, so kind of like modular homes um, and. Uh, I like so think we, like we, we we talked about it before. Just yeah, uh,
1: so so the idea is is that we have homes that can be created and, and um, you know it, I have to be kind of vague on, on some of the details but yeah. uh, um, but what, pretty much what it is is it allows people to like get an affordable home because it was made here mm-hmm. and not only that but they like they get to pick it it doesn't look like a trailer mm-hmm. right not stacked like trailers mm-hmm. it looks like a home it's just built in the factory yeah. so mm-hmm. we can put the homes on slabs and all these empty lots and we got rid of all these yeah. vacant right. land yeah and so you know if you go to the county and you look at vacant land for time like it's just it stretches across mm-hmm.
2: yeah. yeah we were just at the um we were just at the press conference for um with the uh the governor and the mayor talking about the blight removal yeah. and how they removed uh, 800 blighted homes so um, there's definitely a
1: yeah, there's well, definitely yeah. a lack of completed homes. Like, me personally, like, that's what attracted yeah. me to Detroit. Uh, yeah. That's just my, my style, is like I'd rather have like something old really? and historic yeah. and something mm-hmm. that I could put you yeah. know in my time <sighs> and, and know that it's going to something well,
0: like, she like a great, Story, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, something mm-hmm. really nice. Pinec so mean, has it. very
1: like, very like we have like any like Pinec has really good pockets, and we have pockets, like, I like, want to say big like Indie pockets are not really too bad, Right. but if you look at like, you know, some of the, the reports oh, yeah. and stuff like that on crime right. and stuff like that, it's but not it. it's the best, neither.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and we heard something about that uh, at that it's, press it's conference, and so I don't know if the stats are right, it's I it's believe incorrect. the mayor would be right when she said it. Is. Is uh, in violent in the crimes are down 40 percent.
1: And yeah, I, I would agree, oh, wow. like, it, well, because the oh, wow. economy's good. And so, like, that's like a lot of people in Pontiac are, like, generationally Go back and forth, right? Yep. So, like, some of my family members left the Tennessee because they're like, we can't stay in Michigan because it's too dependent on the auto industry. Yeah. Right. But the auto industry built this great infrastructure that now we can come in when we're not dependent and we can be nomads and say, okay, well, the infrastructure is here. Right. It was built with a lot of money, it took a lot of time and energy to, like, come up with the city and the plans and everything. Yeah. But now we can take it and say, well, we're not dependent if we sell cars or if we don't sell cars
0: to fix that. So, Thank you so much, Nick, for, uh, for oh, being on the podcast. It's been <laughs> awesome hearing stories. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Pontiac Now podcast. Again, like I said at the beginning, we are available on all cryptocurrency platforms. You can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, etc. if you just search Pontiac Now. Um, and on social media as well. Stay tuned for our uh, next few podcasts coming out. We're really excited what we got in the works for you guys. See ya.